Welcome to another episode of Cherokee Tech Talk, real conversations about technology and teaching from Georgia's Cherokee County School District. Now on with the show. Welcome back again to our lovely Cherokee County podcast, Cherokee Tech Talk. I'm your host, Susie Lolly, and today is going to be an awesome episode. I know I reuse those words a lot, but they really are truly awesome. We try to pick topics that you guys will all be interested in. And so today is such a topic. I'm talking to two lovely ladies who co-chaired the Cherokee County Technology Competition. And so before we get too much into the down and dirty of that, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So take it away, ladies. Hey Susie, my name is Laura Akers. Thank you so much for having us today. Just to give you a little background about myself, I began teaching up in Pennsylvania. I taught third grade and my husband and I moved down here to Georgia in 2000. I started teaching in Cobb County. I taught there from 2000 to 2007 and I taught third grade and fourth grade. Uh, We relocated to Cherokee County and at that time too, Cherokee County School District had started their Teach 21 technology endorsement, which is a local endorsement. And so that was a a huge enticement for me to apply to Cherokee County because technology has always been such an important part of my teaching. So I applied to Cherokee County and I was hired at Liberty Elementary and I taught at Liberty from 2007 to 2015. So I was there for eight years. And in that time I taught kindergarten and then I also taught first grade. And then in 2015, I was promoted to assistant principal at Little River and that's where I've been so far. Awesome. And Valerie, what about you? I started my career in Cherokee County in 1997 at Holly Springs Elementary. And I've been all over the county, um, Holly Springs to Chippins Elementary when it was still elementary school. Um, I was at Hasty at Clayton as a media specialist and then transferred to Canton Elementary in 2014. And I was an academic coach there for a year. And then in 2015, like Laura, I was promoted to assistant principal. Okay. And so you're still at Canton? I am. Awesome. Well, ladies, I feel like I'm in the presence of royalty here. I have never been an, um, I've been a teacher. (laughs) And this is, I'm just in a different facet of teaching now. But I love, Laura, that you talked about Teach 21. I was one of those early adopters too, but only because I know you probably both know Denise Lewis. She's a legend in the county and she has a British accent, so you can't help but know her. Um, But anyway, she was like, Susie, are you applying for Teach 21, which I had not even thought of. So of course I did. And so excited that I was able to take that journey. And so both of you have shown a lot of leadership and you know that this is the greatest county on the face of the earth. (laughs) So we're right. I really call it heaven's table land. Seriously, when new graduates are asking where to go, I'm like, uh, Cherokee, duh. Absolutely, duh, yep. <laughs> and I, was a, I, w- I won't say a Cobb snob, even though that rhymes so perfectly, but I was a Cobb girl and never thought I'd apply in Cherokee, but here I am 15 years later. So um, for both of you ladies, I want you to tell us a little bit about, uh, I, I worded this question kind of funny. I don't mean really give us a history lesson, but tell us about the Cherokee County Technology Fair. I didn't know as much about it when I was just teaching. I've come to know more about it as an ITS, but tell us a little bit about how it came to the county. So in the state of Georgia, they have a huge technology. It used to be called the Technology Fair, and then this year they changed it to the Technology Competition. So Got it. Um, many years ago, they started this in Georgia, and Cherokee County jumped on board um, about five years ago, 
And then actually last year, uh, we've always been part of the Piedmont region. And so last year, uh, Bobby, he talked to the people at the state level and he wanted CCSD to just become a separate entity. Mm. Um, and so we, we have that agreement with them for three years, although we are still, when you look at the state level, we are still part of the Piedmont region because we're actually the only district that um, participates from the Piedmont region. But, um, and so each school, what they do is students from each school, they um, design a project and we'll talk about the categories and such that they can submit their projects for, but they do this at the school level. And then we have a Cherokee County technology competition. And then those first place winners actually get to go to Macon and they go to the state competition. So that's a little bit about um, how it came about and um, how it came about in Cherokee County. Got it. Okay, so if I have, I know, I do believe, and you ladies can help me out on this, but I still think there are a couple schools in our county that are not participating at all. Is that mostly at the higher grades level? Or um, maybe they have a sporting event or they another big event is scheduled that same day. So we did see that we had more students in grades three through seven than we did for the upper, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay. But there are, there are still some elementary schools who did not participate. You are correct in mm -hmm. that. And so that's a goal um, for the technology competition team next year is to really promote it a whole lot better um, and to start earlier. In the Absolutely. Because we were going to talk about how kids prepare for the fair, but I just wanted right. to kind of, you know, reiterate, I think we still have schools that are not necessarily, and, you know, we're not just, the listeners of this podcast are not just Cherokee County people. So if you're, some, if you're in this region and you would like to get in touch about maybe having your county participate, then I've got two ladies on here for you. <laughs> so yeah, we'd be more than happy for them to contact us. Yes. So let's talk about that student preparation process. How does that usually go? Um, you know, we reach out first. We met with um, the state consortium, mm -hmm. I guess, in, um, when was that? It was November. Um, yes, DA ETC. Mm -hmm. So we met with the committee, the technology steering committee, um, and then we came back to the district and pushed out, you know, the information about it. I guess December, mm -hmm. early it December. Was, yeah, it was right after our Thanksgiving. The technology contacts at each school work with their students. Um, and help them, you know, choose which category um, they might be masterful in, um, you know, 3D modeling to, um, you know, game design, which is a big hot topic. Robotics was huge right. this year as well. Mm -hmm. Robotics was huge. Um, and then, you know, of course, the technology literacy challenge where the students, um, everybody can participate in that. And um, so they just prepare at their school level. Um, sometimes, and everybody does it differently. One elementary school might say have their own little mini tech, you know, competition and choose the people they want to push on to the county level. And then others, you know, just have kids who are interested in it and participate every year. So it's it's just a wide range. So I like it. So kids in schools get to pick an option. It's not like you're forcing any school to have a tech team or anything like that. Right. Absolutely. Right. Like like Valerie said, each school does have a tech competition contact person. And <clears throat> so then they take it and they, they push it out to their students. But there are 14 different categories, 3D modeling, there's animation, audio production, device modification, digital game design, 
There's digital, digital photo production, graphic design, internet applications, mobile apps. I mean, you can see the list goes on and on and on. Robotics was a huge, it, we had a lot of students who participated in robotics this year, and that was probably the highest jump in the category mm -hmm. as compared to years past. And I'm thinking too, and you guys can tell me the name of this category because I really can't remember it, but there was one where, let's just say you had done a project for class, a PowerPoint, a publisher, like if you're just trying to get your feet wet, that was, I know, a small category, but might be an easy way to just, you know, get going. Yeah. Multimedia applications. That one, yes. Is that one, yep. And you're right. It was a smaller category. We didn't have a lot of participation in that one. Right. But that, you are so right. That would be a great starting point for schools who did not participate in the past. Um, you know, students can use those multimedia projects that they design, like you said, using PowerPoint or Mix, Sway, things like that. Right. Okay, so what happens on, and I've been there, but let's just tell our listeners, what happens the day of the, the tech competition? I'm going to use the right terminology now. <laughs> well, you get up bright and early. <laughs> it wasn't like if you were there at eight, you had to stay until the awards at two or one. Um and so everybody just kind of, you know, came in throughout the day and um, then they we had it scheduled so they knew right where to go. We were having some audio issues. So in this section, our presenters shared how the day goes, which is students come in, of course, at that pre-assigned time, which we already discussed. They have a setup time and then they have a time when they're actually meeting with the judges. Parents do not stay in the room because that could add some pressure for the students and the judges but they will have two judges in the room and they're able to present their chosen projects. And I've had a lot of fun. I'll be honest, I always pick little kids on purpose. Yes. Because they're so excited. <laughs> they are so excited and, and just checking them in in the morning. And um, the biggest thing that we want our, everyone to know too is that the students are required to supply all of their own technology. So right. if they need a laptop, they have to bring their own. If they need, you know, if they're doing something with robotics or some, anything that they need, you know, even down to charging stations, they need to make sure that they bring all of their own equipment. We did have one or two people who they weren't informed of that this year. And so, um, you know, they weren't able to do part of their project or oh, weren't able no. to show part of it. I know it was very sad. <laughs> so, but we just, we actually did not have um, any way to help them out with that. Yeah. In fact, we had one kid come in, you know, 30 minutes after his time and it was pretty much over, but we went ahead and we wanted to make sure he got to present his project. That was very thoughtful of you. <laughs> I know you guys put a lot of hard work into the technology competition. So tell me, how did the students do this year? This year at the state technology competition in Macon, Cherokee County students did great. We had 200 Cherokee County students who participated in our county technology competition and of those students, 49 won first place in their grade level category. That means those 49 students got to attend the state conference or the state competition in Macon. And of those 49, we had four students who placed in first, four students who placed second, and seven students who placed third. So we feel like that was just a great showing for Cherokee County. Um, and we're just very proud of the hard work of students and the teachers and the parents for getting them all the way to Macon. Macon's a long drive, so we appreciate the efforts of everybody who did or who were able to attend. And also we'd like to thank Jen Hall of our committee who was able to represent Cherokee County at the state competition in Macon as well. I know we discussed how I as a teacher and then also several teachers 
that are currently around in schools still don't know about the technology competition or they haven't participated before. So how can they get involved if they're not already? We feel like whoever plans the technology competition next year needs to make sure that they are um, advertising earlier and advertising a little better um, than what than what we did this year, even last year and years past. What we would suggest is that the, the technology competition committee have either a face-to-face -face meeting with all of the school contacts and or you could have a Skype session as well um, where everyone gets together and then the committee can discuss step-by-step -step processes of what needs to happen in order for their students to participate. I think a lot of it was just fear of the unknown for some of the schools who may not have participated yet or um, maybe just had a few participants as well. It's always the fear of the unknown of, of exactly what's expected of us and what we should do. So just making sure that we're laying out those steps for them. Also, if you go to www.gastc.org, that's the state competition site. And so on that website, they have the, the 14 categories in which the students can choose from to participate. And it has lengthy explanations about each category. And so it really goes into depth um, talking about each category. And we do supply this information to our teachers and students, but if any student wants to get a jump start on the categories, they can always visit that website. And additionally, on the website are the rubrics on how the students are scored. And so the students can go on there, they can read the rubrics and see exactly how they earn their points for their projects. So I feel like um, just to recap, I feel like teachers and students, they can visit the website, um, they can look at the categories, they can look at the rubrics, and then just also making sure that our school contacts are meeting with the committee and they know exactly what steps they need to take. Valerie and Laura, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy admin schedules to come and be on the podcast. We really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing the competition grow even more next year. Did you enjoy the show? Well, there's more where that came from. We have over 20 episodes now posted on your favorite podcast app. And here's where you can help us to reach even a wider audience. If you love a show, especially a specific episode, will you please go leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app? We really appreciate it.